talking travel and Sally Lucas. Let's get right into it, Sally. Straight away, we, we cover a lot at home in a little bit. First, though, you're really itching to take us to that southern part of Italy. Well, I think so. And one of the real emergencies, emergence down there is a township called Matera, and it's a honeycomb of rock-cut churches and ancient cave dwellings. So basically people lived underneath like they do in Cubapedia, I suppose, in a, sen- in a sure, sense of yeah. a way. Um, but it was one of the poorest areas and was let go to wreck and ruin. Rack and ruin, sorry. But then after decades they've been restoring it now, it's become a World Heritage Site. So you can still um, go there and one of the first of several hotels to be built have been built into the old caves. So you, you can still get this sense of really going back in time and going through that part of Italy is just such a lovely part and also you can go down that southern part you've got the Tyrrhenian coast where you've got little little small beachy areas that aren't as touristy either where you can still enjoy the coast and the seaside and all that sort of thing as well but also you've got like in Puglia it's it's Really lovely, um, low, dry hills, ancient olive groves, whitewashed houses, um, really lovely turquoise seas, you know, wonderful architecture, historic towns, foods, you know, you can rent villas, you can drive, you can go by train, you can do a tour, you know, whichever way you want to do it. Um, And then Campania as well, which they call it Campania Felix or the Happy Land, because they reckon it's inspired for its beauty and its fertility. But... Yes, yeah, so there's, that's getting down, of course, around that Naples, Pompeii um, area as well. And then once you get down south, of course, a lot of people do want to duck across to Sicily. But you could spend a week at least just in Sicily. You know, there's a mm. lot to see in Sicily. So just think of including that, that southern part. You may have already been north. You may have done the, the Italian lakes and you know, Milan and Rome and Tuscany, etc. But, you know, head south and you'll just find some little smaller villages and towns where you're not going to be inundated yet uh, with, with tourism. And I just think it's a, it's a lovely way to go and a nice way to uh, tour where you're traveling, um, sorry, traveling in not-so-crowded mm. areas. My, my take on this, too, is... Every- Everybody's looking for something a little bit different. Yes. And, and you mentioned there's some of the, 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 the very innovative uses of some of those uh, rock dwellings, like there's a the ho- couple of hotels that are in there and et cetera. Yes, and, yes. I mean, e- to, to go and see something like that that is so different from the norm, um, th- that is really the essence of going on holidays, isn't it? Well, it is to me. And I think you walk around a corner and you fall upon something. Like I remember mm. even being in Venice once and I could hear this singing but I couldn't work out where it was coming from. And we we're just in a little back alley somewhere getting lost. It's very easy to do in Venice, I must say, because um, of these tiny little laneways and backways and so on. And eventually I saw this wooden door and and I, I, that's where it's coming from. So we went inside and here was this choir and it was actually a church, but you wouldn't have recognised it as a church from the outside, from the facade of the building. So we just sat in there and listened to this beautiful choir singing. And that's just one of those moments that you can fall upon by wandering around and spending your time in, in the little back streets or in the little villages. You know, another time when I was in France, for example, we were on the a barge cruise and we hopped off to do a little excursion to this castle and there was this beautiful music playing. Well, there were all these violinists and cellists, young students from all around the world who'd come to do a masterclass with one of the best teachers in France and they happened to be having it in one of the little anterooms of this castle when they were about to finish and we've gone, oh no, we just heard it from the others, it was so beautiful. Mm. And the teacher said, oh, I'll get them to play you one more piece for you. <laughs> there you go. You know, and you fall upon these things and these are what is lovely about 
just wandering and yeah, wandering back streets, going to little off the beaten track places, you'll you'll come across gems. The thing is, too, like they're moments that you you can't buy those. No. Like like just no. the wandering around, and you're right, that is the thing. Like you just we'll just go down here and see what happens. And sure, those are, are very very distinct memories that you'll always have. But yeah, yeah. again, very different, something that you can't see um, in your everyday uh, ordinary life. So. A nice uh, little trek through the southern part of the Italy today. The southern part of Italy today, yeah. No, put it on your bucket list. You'll really love it. When you're looking at uh, basically anything sort of, you know, west of Wollombi, we guess it's almost <laughs> Well, it almost is for us, isn't it? Because our coastal fringe is so narrow, but most of us live on it. That's Absolutely. the funny thing. So we all live in the little mountain range. You cross over it, and then again, you're sort of you're different expanse of land altogether, totally different scenery. And luckily, we've got a lot of companies out there now who are doing some wonderful tours in into these what we call outback areas. So if you don't want to drive yourself, because it's a long way to go, if you want to get like to the Kimberley or something and drive it, well, you've got to be a grey nomad and have at least three months. But, you know, you can fly there and still take advantage of doing a wonderful tour to still immerse yourself in, in these areas without having the hassle of doing the long journey to get you there. So there's so many options now that we can do, like down even south, like from South Australia, you can do the Air Peninsula whale watching and seafood tour. You know, you're slurping fresh Coffin Bay oysters and you're, you know, doing wonderful things down there. And it's a beautiful part of South Australia, the Air Peninsula, if you've never done it. Then they also do an outback because everyone forgets, you know, that each of our states virtually has got an outback probably except for tasmania um, yeah we, we won't count them as outback no states. we can't call them outback it's it's too beautiful and they got the wilderness instead they've got the wilderness but you know outback south australia you know, getting up to Arcarula to flinders ranges to cooper pedy wilpina pound and then getting down in into kangaroo island which is just stunning as well but you know a wilderness explorer will take you into those wilderness areas on the west coast as well as the important areas such as cradle mountain frayson a national park Hobart, Port Arthur, etc. But you can do like the Pilbara in the West Coast. Like a lot of people don't get all the way up from Perth. They might go as far as Geraldton or they might go down south to Margaret River. But to get you all the way to Exmouth and up to Caratha, Port Hedland, Newman, onto Broome, like there's, there's still stunning parts. And the national parks, some of those inland national parks in Western Australia are amazing. Um, also, you've got like the East Coast Island Escape that you can do um, from on our um, east coast which of course is from Brisbane and you're doing Fraser Island Heron Island Rockhampton Magnetic Hamilton Mission Beach Cairns Port Douglas like beautiful beautiful destinational areas Leichhardt's Savannah Expedition which goes from Darwin to Cairns and takes you through Catherine Mataranka Lorella Springs Hell's Gate Corumba Cobalt Gorge and on to Cairns. So there's so many here, Mark, that you can do now that are going to take you into the outback areas of each of our states and, as we said, with Tasmania, into the wilderness area as well. So we've got lots of options in our own country now, which is fantastic. The, the, the trick is, though, when, we, when you look at putting a holiday together, um, mm -hmm. we, you sort of think of there's so many... There's a thousand different things and images in what you've just said. And, yes. Um, how do you try and get through as a tour operator to somebody who like oh, I want to go to say the outback or or other countries indeed that have got that are so big and expansive as we are? How do you get through to somebody that well you're not going to necessarily going to be able to see everything in one hit? I virtually just say that. <laughs> I just sort of you know, I'm a travel agent now. Yeah, yeah, yes, I just, I just say look, hey, you don't want to do an injustice to what you're seeing. You want to do it justice, and to do anything justice, you've got to spend time. 
right? And I know time is money, but, you know, as we were talking off air, like South America, for one example, is a huge continent. Brazil is bigger than Australia, and people will come in and say, oh, I want to do a tour of South America in 14 days. No, that's not possible. You limit your countries. You've got to tell me what your picks are. Yes, I want to do Machu Picchu, or I want to, you know, do Rio, or I want to do whatever, Buenos Aires, and etc. You know, so you've got to limit it, and then you've got to fly within all these places, because that's the only way you're going to be able to fit it in. So you can't do, again, a road journey. So you've mm-hmm. got to keep all these factors in mind. Even in our own country, you know, it's a lot of distance. Like, we have overseas people who come in and say, oh, can I just go to Ayers Rock for the day? <laughs> and we say, no, you, you, you can't do that. But so you've got to be practical about when you're planning a holiday and sit down, bit of paper in front of you, write down your must-dos, your must-dos. And if you, you and your husband or your partner, both of you do the same without talking, compare your must-dos, and then you'll be able to combine a lovely itinerary that's going to keep everybody happy. And also give yourselves free time. It's so important to factor in free time. So sit down, have a glass of wine, a coffee, whatever. Watch the world go by. You know, watch what people are doing. That's, that's part of the enjoyment to me of travelling as well. I think also, Sally, that you, you find that if, you're, if you spend a, f- a few weeks just doing things all the time, it will surprise you how quick you'll just get worn out and burnt out. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying about the doing too much. So do factor in your leisure time. It's it's really important to do that. Look at the itinerary and think, has that got all one-night stops? Oh, God, I don't want to do that. That's a whistle-stop tour. You know, I want something that's going to give me two- and three-night stops everywhere so I can smell the roses, so I can sit down and take everything in. It's very, very important because you're spending a lot of money on the holiday. You want it to be special, but you don't want to be burnt out and you don't want to feel like you're chasing your tail. And, and hopefully you can have some experiences that can top the ones that Sally had uh, when she was <laughs> travelling around. Well, I, I kind of figure she's got a few more in a bag to, to one-up you, maybe. And uh, the, the, I'll also love the idea, Sally, of having you know, if you, whoever you're going with, you can have your own list. But what if your list and their list are nothing alike? Then you're in a bit of trouble. No, it's that's good. That's good because you're going to see such a mix. But you might say, like, to your partner, well... That, I really don't want to do that. I'm not interested mm. in doing a jet ski ride. I don't hate jet skis. So, okay, you don't. You go and do your lovely little shop day. That's your day See, to do something else. That's your day to okay. do something else. So, no, it'll work out. It'll, we'll, we can make it balance. I think Sally's going to delve into also being a relationship coach because the, <laughs> she's also saying neither of you have to compromise. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. You kind of have a bit... What, could quite necessarily end up being a bad news story. Uh, you're kind of turning that around. We've had a good outcome for a local lady. We did. Uh, unfortunately, this lady broke her arm in three places in the UK and so she was sort of, you know, about two-thirds of the way through the trip and had to... I mean, she was wonderfully treated in London in hospital but had to come home, obviously. And so, obviously, you know, we have to get her home and then you've got to pay whatever you've got to pay, which was $22,000 for her to get on a business class flight to wow. come home. My, she, my wallet has had a heart attack. You know, yeah, but having good insurance was the key. So not only the fact that she'd booked with a travel agent, number one, but number two, she had great travel insurance. And they just stayed on the phone and helped out with the consultants. They were back at night sorting all this out. And he even rang back at 9.30 that night to make sure the lady had got on a flight and was on her way home. And they just covered it all had it all agreed on over the phone so that that's when you've got a good travel insurance company so when you are taking out insurance please discuss this with your agent or provider and just make sure you've got adequate cover because you never know what's going to go wrong and if you've got a, a severe injury or anything or even if you have to be stretched you need to know you've got enough cover to pay for that extra airfare to get you home 
obviously everybody assumes, we all want the, yeah, we're going on holiday, right? You mm. want to make sure that hey, it's going to be fantastic, and it usually is, but things do go wrong, and great to see that, yeah, with, with yeah. all of those levels of backup, you can get, uh, you can get home and, and it, it can be okay. Yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? I mean, very sad they have to miss out on the rest of their trip, but the important thing is when you've had a bad accident like that, all you want to do is get home. Oh, true. Oh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll be the glass half full guy, which is a bit rare for me. At least it wasn't on day one. No, that's true. You said she'd been two-thirds of the way through. Yeah, so that was, at least they got part of it there. And also, Mark, just to mention about passports at the moment, they are taking a lot longer to process because everyone's ready to travel again. A lot of people's passports are about to expire and need to be renewed. So don't leave it till the last minute or you won't even have a passport. You can pay an extra fee. Uh, for a priority and you have to prove why you need that priority though maybe because you've got to travel soon to visit a relative or or whatever so they're getting up there now like your 10-year passport's a bit over 300 i think and then if you want to have a priority on it it's about another 225 but there are taking up to eight weeks so please allow factor that time into getting your passport renewed so or issued if it's a new one so maybe the suggestion would be that look you can't travel with that one so maybe the second that you start to think about it think yeah about, well let's get to go travel at least if you get that at least you can get that off the table and you got that right bit of paper that's right off. and you know it's right for 10 years so that's it's pretty good like 10 years is a pretty good you know length of time to have a passport for. and then once you've got that it come once that turns up you can start looking at some hot deals you certainly can now this is something a little bit interesting i thought mark just for for those that might be traveling over to western australia uh they've got an opera under the stars 30th anniversary gala in broome on saturday the 27th of august and they've got uh, international artists as well as local artists as well and famous uh, musicians and pianists etc and it'll be just a beautiful pa- place to see that as well and see the opera under the stars and there's some lovely packages available if you're interested in going to do that so opera under the stars in Broome in august and now the rocky mountaineer we've all heard about that i'm sure is such a wonderful rail journey that takes you from vancouver through the rockies so for next year the rocky mountaineer rail people have put together some lovely packages depending on what duration you want 11 days and 16 days as well and also some shorter ones and there are savings on your longer journeys of up to 2160 per couple so long as you book by the 31st of august so that gives you a little bit of time to do that and this one i thought sounded really interesting mark it's a 15-day tour it's called the geminids meteor shower so you can become starstruck and watch a mm-hmm. meteor shower and these things only happen at certain obviously times they know it's a regular occurrence it happens mm-hmm. at a certain time so this is in december this year and december next year it's in morocco so this tour takes you right through the beautiful places that of Morocco that have got wonderful names. I always think like Casablanca, where the film was made, you know, with Henry Humphrey Bogart, rather. Marrakesh, of course, and then you've got wonderful mountain hiking you can do in the Atlas Mountains. And you go to a UNESCO fortified Casbah where Gladiator and Lawrence of Arabia were filmed. Just some wonderful, wonderful things. And then you actually are out in the desert to experience a meteor shower. So how nice would that be? Can you imagine being out there? Can you imagine the sky? This dark sky and just all this uh, the stars plus the meteor mm. shower happening it would be just spectacular and on, and, and on top of that all that other history that you mentioned sort of interspersed oh. with that too sally and yeah. that's that's a winner yeah and it goes to rabat to fez as i said you go into the desert you ride a camel you do all sorts of things you even go to a coastal resort it's a wonderful itinerary for december this year and december next year so there's lots out there mark there's lots of good teals also at the moment going into tahiti like the pacific islands are starting to open up samoa's opening up 
uh, Fiji already has, Vanuatu has, uh, just had some people come back from Fiji and they said, oh, they just couldn't wait to get away from the awful weather we've been having. And they said, oh, my God, it was just so beautiful. Mm. They just had a little five-day holiday in Fiji and they said the sun was shining, the people were friendly, the food was lovely, and now they're off to the Maldives because they're still <laughs> sick of winter and they're <laughs> off to Maldives in a couple of weeks for another two weeks because well, they said, no, we're just hating the weather here. So, look, we, we, you kind of ruined what my out was going to be there. <laughs> well, you know, maybe just a, a couple of days away can break it all up. All that did was inspire them to do more. It did. It did. And, uh, I thought that was classic. Yeah, no, that was too good. We've got to go away again. So, look, there's lots of lovely deals out there at the moment if you want to take advantage of them. But as I was mentioning earlier, Mark, with regard to airfares, it is the airline's market, not ours at the moment. So the earlier you can get in to try and secure the best available airfare because they are booking out so far ahead and we still don't have full airline capacity yet and that probably won't happen for at least another year before airlines all start building up their fleet again. So just keep that in mind. It's not like it was pre-COVID. You, you do have to plan. You do have to pre-book. Yeah, and plan, plan, plan and uh, get the passport on day one. Yes. All right, Sally, lots to, to think about there. Thank you so much as always. We'll catch you next week for another Talking Travel. Thanks, Mark.